Welcome back. This is Travel Bags with Anita and Friends. And we're talking everything travel etiquette. So if you have those pet peeves or those situations that get you frustrated, I hope you've been listening to the show. But if you've missed a lot of it, as always, we will have it on our website and our archives at www.travelbagswithanita.com. Now, I also want to mention, too, that we will be back on November 30th. So we're taking a little bit of a break for the football season. So for all you football fans, please listen in to WDUN and take advantage of the, all the football coverage. And then we'll be back on November 30th with another great destination. But today's destination, we're talking all things travel etiquette. And we're with Anna Post, who is an author and trainer of etiquette with the Emily Post Institute. And she's a great, great granddaughter of etiquette guru, Emily Post. So, so Anna, I have one question to ask you. I know in the last segment we were talking about tipping. So the holiday season is coming up. And this is always where I'm a little like, okay, who should I who should I tip? I know this isn't particularly travel, but while I have you here, I do want to ask this question. <laughs> I can take advantage of having you here. How should I handle that? I mean, am I supposed to tip? Whom am I supposed to tip? The mailman? The person who does my line? What am I supposed to do? Sure. I mean, this is, think of holiday tipping as holiday thanking. Who would you like to thank? The people who help you out throughout the year. The ones you see, like babysitters and dog walkers, and the ones you don't, like letter carriers, your mailman, for mm-hmm. example. Um, and from there, you can do it one of two ways. Set a budget and give as much as you'd like to give until you run out of money to give to people, (laughs) or make your list, set your budget, and divide it up equally among everyone. One thing to know about, there are a few people who can't receive um, gifts of money, such as your mail carrier, Um, and this is United States Postal Service um, regulation, not me, so I apologize, but Mm -hmm. (laughs) that's that's how it goes. We have a very in-depth chart of holiday tipping at emilypost.com, and I'll make sure that there's a link somewhere on our homepage after this interview for people to check that out. Oh, that sounds great. Thank you very much for doing that because I think that's really great information because sometimes people don't know, should I tip or should I give a gift? So we'll definitely have folks go over to uh, your emilypost.com website and take a look at that. Terrific. Now, I want to shift now over to travel companions because this can be a little touchy. You know, we all like to go on those road trips or, you know, go on a trip with our girlfriends or with uh, another couple, but sometimes... um, it can be a little tough. So one of the experiences that I have had is people complaining about everything, and I end up feeling hey, trapped are you listening to. About me? No, absolutely I'm not. Your you. travel companion. Well, you're one of them, <laughs> but certainly you're not this one that I'm talking about. Absolutely not. You're never complaining we about. We travel it. well together. We do. We travel very well together. Neither am I the one as well. <laughs> <laughs> Nor is it so Joe, who's so our you're producer talking about today. Someone who's not here. Someone who's not here, who's not listening, uh, hopefully as well. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, but uh, but Anna, so when we have this person or people traveling with us, how can we sort of uh, excuse ourselves from the conversation, or if we're traveling with them, we may be a little trapped, actually. Yes, this is very tricky. Normally, you'll know this in advance, and you might just want to think about who you really do want to spend so much time with first. Mm-hmm. If that hasn't worked out and you're, you're with someone who's complaining a lot, a couple of things you can do. I tend not to engage with complaining comments. Um, I don't give a stony silence, but I don't want to feed the fire either. Mm-hmm. Um, changing the topic is one of the best things that you can do. 
Um, that's certainly fair. And if things have really been going on for a while, there's no official rule of etiquette on this, but if something needs to be said, you might do it in a private moment instead mm. of in front of everybody else and say, you know, Jen, I, I, you seem a little upset about something. I'd love it if we could focus more on the positive while we're on the trip. I think it would just feel better. That's fine thing to do. Just try to keep it light so that they actually do as you ask. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I agree with you. You certainly don't want to do it in front of your other travel companions to embarrass them or that kind of thing, because a lot of times people don't realize maybe that they are having that effect on, on the people around them with their you know, comments and, and things like that. So I think you're right about that. Now, let me ask you this question. What about uh, your travel partner wants to stay in the room, but you're the adventurous type, and you're ready to break out of the room and go see the sights? You know, this may be a negotiation. If they're really unwilling to go and do some things and they just want to poke their nose into a book, that may be their idea of a good vacation. Or maybe they're a little intimidated, especially if you're out of the country. You can do one of two things. You can either... Um, you know, sort of set a little bit of a schedule and say, well, how about this? I'll pop out for a little while and then come back and we can go to the museum together. You know, maybe negotiate, give them a little downtime. Mm -hmm. And if they really don't want to do that at all, say, okay, well, I'll meet you back here for dinner later on. How's that? And, and use this as a way to gauge whether that's what they really want or not. So you need to read read how they respond to that a little bit and say it nicely, even if you're frustrated. <laughs> <laughs> Keep the frustration a little bit undercover there. How do you deal with a friend who may want to come with you on a trip, but due to his or her behavior or demeanor, you would prefer that they stay home or not come with you? <laughs> Well, if this is a member of your household, that can get very tricky. But <laughs> if this is a if this is a friend who's in essence inviting them along, you know, a, a simple nipping things in the bud is the best way to do it. By the way, once you start considering something, then it can feel very um, personal if you say no. Instead, it might be something as simple as you know. I think we've got this trip pretty well locked down, but I love that you're interested. I'll, I'll let you know maybe for next time and we could talk about that. So you're going to need to think a little on your, on your toes in the moment, um, but it's, don't, certainly don't commit to anything you really don't want to do because then you're either going to have a miserable trip or you're going to have some very awkward backpedaling. It's better to let somebody down up front than, than to, to sort of string them along. I agree wholeheartedly with you on that. Now, we're, we're running down to the end of uh, this segment, and we want to get a couple more things in while we have you here. So what about personal space? I know personal space is very important, especially when you're away from home. I think you're a little bit more sensitive to it even when you're traveling. So I know Ida has a, has a question for you. Sure. Oh, well, Anna, my new BFF. <laughs> yes. <laughs> now we're coming into the cold and flu season, and, you know, in public areas, you'll find people coughing and sneezing all over. What if someone's sitting right next to you and they're not covering their mouth? How can you politely let them know that that's not going to work? Sure. I, I get asked this question quite a lot. And one of the things to do here, um, if you can move away, do that by all means. Um, if you can't, then you can uh, turn to that person and say, you know, I can see you're not feeling that well. Would you mind covering your cough or would you mind covering your sneeze? Thanks. 
And that type of a tone of voice, you know, keep it sympathetic, mm-hmm. but it's a fair thing to ask of someone. I think it's a smart idea to travel with a little pack of tissues and maybe a little bottle of alcohol-based, that's important, um, hand sanitizer. Mm-hmm. Those can be very nice prompts. Now you have something to share with them to help them out. Oh, <laughs> Hi, I can see you, idea. you know, can I offer you some tissues? <laughs> that can help prompt them to use them. So those, those go well, not just for you, but for the other people. <laughs> Well, you know, I I really like that idea because I've actually been in that situation very recently. And I think that's where I got the cold that I have now (laughs) is from uh, sitting beside someone. So, I mean, cold germs really can spread. So we really should be sensitive to that. But Anna, all of these topics have been so great and you've given such, such great information. And I know our listeners are going to want to know more information uh, from you. And I know you guys have some great, great articles on your website. So how can people get more information, get in touch with you, learn more about your book? Just tell us a little bit about all of those things. Sure. You can always visit us at emilypost.com. All of these subjects and more are discussed there. And you can also find our books. The one that um, pertains most directly to this today is Emily Post's Etiquette, the 18th edition. I'm a co-author on that. You can find that wherever books are sold and also link to buy it through that website as well. And you can also find our different social media platforms there, um, Facebook and Twitter, etc., to stay part of the conversation. And I know you're working on a new book as well, aren't you? Yes, I am. I have a new book that is being authored with my sister that is coming out in early January of 2014 on wedding etiquette. It is our big flagship wedding book, and Ooh. it is new and updated with lots of information, um, especially for anybody thinking destination weddings. Well, we'll actually have to have you back then when we do a destination wedding show and have you back on. Oh, yes. I would love to. That would be great. Anna, thank you so very much. This has been a really, really great show. I'd like to thank the listeners, too, for joining us today. And, again, please visit our website for the archives of this show so you can make sure you got everything down that Anna has covered, and that is travelbagswithanita.com. Also, while we are away during the next couple of weeks, please visit our Facebook page at uh, facebook.com slash travelbagswithanita, as well as check us out on Twitter at Anita and Friends on Twitter. This has been Travel Bags with Anita and Friends, North Georgia's News Talk, AM 550, FM 102.9, WDUN.